Welcome into Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Kiss My Ash is here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe. Good morning. Welcome, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. You're listening to Kissing My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Hi, Steve, along with our special in-house studio guest, John D13. Hey, hey. That's like your official name now. It John is. John D13 internationally. Yeah, yeah. I'm in witness protection, so it's yeah. probably. Good <laughs> I, Don't tell them that on the radio. Oh crap! <laughs> I didn't get to read. I, I haven't had much time lately. But I didn't get to read uh, any of uh, CF after your uh, premiere. Uh, two weeks ago. Those guys love me. Were they pretty brutal? Yeah, they, they love me. That was pretty tough? Yeah. I got to get on board and read that. <laughs> Lady, I'm uh, just, just getting ready? Getting no, I'm ready. I've been ready. What are you talking about? I had to set up all the headphones. Did Normally, you? Adam is here to do I that. I know. You're all lost without yeah, your boy, Adam, huh? Now you're missing boy. him. No, no. I don't no. miss him. <laughs> really? Do you miss him? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Did you actually read the uh, Zycar promo this week? Are yeah. You gonna do, are you going to do it Live, like for the first time well, on no, the air, I'm like on the fly again. But this, on the fly? Uh, this one's easy. This one's easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, uh, obviously we had an interesting and a semi-depressing week with the elections uh, Tuesday. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I've always thought as liberals and people on the left, very passive, you know, tree huggers, they are vehemently violent people. Mm. You know, we sent out a, a hot weekly deal this week. That Basically, was a, a jab at the new term. I saw that. I can't tell you the, the the volatile emails that we got regarding that sample. I mean, look, <laughs> you subscribe to our email service. You know, you have the freedom to unsubscribe if it bothers you that much. I mean, look, my family is not my wife's family. Excuse me, they're all hardcore left liberals. You know, oh, Obama's a nice man. He just didn't have enough time and all this stuff. I listen to it every day. Mm. I'm still going to having Thanksgiving with them, you know. I don't hold it against them, but you should see how vehemently, if you don't agree with these liberals, how they act. I, I have a totally different complexion from them now. Yeah, I have it rough at home. Your wife's liberal? Oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh, big time, big oh. time. That's ultra tough. Yeah, that's ultra tough. So yeah, it was a depressing week, but you know, my slogan is "We survived Carter." So hopefully, uh, barely. Hey, hopefully. We can make a great event this week. We had Carlito Fuente at the shop. Yes, that was a very successful event. Yes. Raised a lot of money. Tenth annual toast across America. Uh, I think when it was all said and done, uh, I think we raised almost, uh, I think it was almost $8,000. Was the, it? Yeah, that wow. night for the uh, Charitable Foundation. So very, very cool. Had some cool footballs. They had the Opus footballs there. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are pretty neat yeah, stuff. Yeah, they are. Very Work of art. So also we had Eddie Ortega this week. Yes, Wellington. It was in Wellington. Yep. And uh, what do we got coming up? Do you have a clue? Coming up. No, you don't. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Here we go. <laughs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Are you going to the West Coast? No. 
You decided not to go? No, I'm no. staying. And Linda, Miss uh, Miss Lady M's mom is coming into town. She surprised me. Well, what are you guys doing then? Aren't we hanging out with you? I didn't know. You said you were going to let me know. Yeah. So you, the, 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 the I la- decided. Lady M's having Thanksgiving at the uh, Honest Abe household? Yes, I am. Should be interesting. Wow. Am I still, oh is Linda invited? Linds. Linda's more invited, actually. <laughs> yeah, you can right. stay home. <laughs> I love Lady M's mom. She's awesome. <laughs> What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Stay at home, man. Absolutely, because anybody who doesn't know you doesn't know that you're a recluse. I, I, I hate people. You're like, yeah, you make John Hughes look like a social yeah, butterfly. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I actually showed up for that event a few months ago, last month. In Wellington. In Wellington. It, it, was, it was scary. It was a little traumatic for you? It was. I, More than three people in a room. Yeah, we had, you know, we had the Eddie Ortega out there on uh, Wednesday. This week, yeah. Uh, I got there at 629 and left at 631. <laughs> and I know, Lady M, you know exactly who John Hughes is. Yeah. No. Not a clue. Leonardo DiCaprio, it's a good movie. Watch it. Leon, he's he, an actor. I know, he played John Hughes. You mean, oh. ha- you mean Howard Hughes. Oh, how, what was he saying? John Hughes? Yeah. Yeah, the, director? the director? Yeah. Of yeah. course, that's why I don't. Howard, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I didn't know John Hughes. He's not, he's not existing. Like, you know, either one. <laughs> no, John Hughes is oh. existing. He's made movies. Anyways, as always, Kiss My Ass Radio, we give great giveaways. Uh, this week we have a so, uh, social media. If you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, yep. every Friday we post a word. If you don't know what the word is, get on it. And once you hear it today, if you're the 10th caller, you will win a box of La Serena Ace. We're giving away some La Serena Ace today. Yes, Barry's nodding his head in there. Yes. So we're giving away a box of La Serena Ace. So if you're the 10th caller, when you hear the social media word today. And also our great folks at Zycar. Every week, giving away great prizes guaranteed for life. Lady, I'm, what is Zycar giving away today? Zycar today is giving away uh, the awesome Matt Booth's uh, Room 101 design cutter and lighter, the XI2 Room 101 and the XI1. Now, okay, I'm not prepared because is this a brief? Is it the OSOK or is it OSOK? She was so prepared. That's why you have to read the stuff before we come in the studio. Did I see the studio? Yeah. We have, I'm going to make, make, make her cry now. You want to see her cry? Yeah, please. No. We're going to have a meeting Monday. <laughs> Look, 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 she's going to start crying. No, no. We have a meeting Monday now to discuss this. Osak. <laughs> she's going to start crying. Osak. Look, look, she's crying. I told you. It's so God, bad. You're brutal. I didn't. I just you're said we're so going to have. brutal. All I said is we're going to have a meeting. the words of death. Look, she's crying. She, folks, if you're listening, she's literally crying. You have a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I got some scotch tape he over here. He does this to me on purpose. He knows that he can make the crowd demand, and it's not nice. <laughs> they all oh, calling. That was too sweet. <laughs> that makes me cry too. Now they're tears of joy now, Colin. Anyways, once you hear this special clicking <laughs> sound, you'll win a Room 101 OSOC, which is one shot, one kill. Um, so it is abbreviate. It's an abbreviation. Yes. Osak, one shot, one kill. A uh, Zycar lighter and uh, Osak cutter. I mean, beautifully designed. All the one shot, one kill artwork on there. Both cutter and lighter. Lifetime warranty. Uh, the retail value. They're getting both. Both. Yeah. Wow. The retail value on this is almost two hundred. It's one hundred and seventy dollars. So, wow. be the tenth caller when you hear that sound. You win that wonderful prize from Zycar. So that being said. Uh, also, we got what do we got today from Monte Cristo? We're giving an actor studio. Yeah, an actor studio yeah. for so you can win fifty dollars from Monte Cristo actor studio and dummy dialer this week. If you're listening, we're saving the dummy dialer to the very end of the show because I played a pretty good prank on Pete Johnson, and it is good. It is actually a very it is good. Funny. I, I tried doing the prank about 
three weeks ago, and I got him. He's like, oh, I'm in Europe right now. This call's costing me a fortune. Can you call me back like in a week? So we called him back last week, and uh, we got him pretty good. So uh, this week's Dummy Dollar will be toward the uh, second half of the show. You don't miss it. Stick around. It should be really, really good. And you got anything else going on, Lady M? Nope. All good? Right, How was your, your ladies' event? Oh, the ladies' event. What did you have? What, uh, the Women's Society? Uh, Cigar women, Society? Yeah, the International Women's Cigar Society. Uh, Maria Martin came to the Smoke Inn. We gathered uh, a nice little group of women here at the tur- West Palm Smoke Inn. Good turnout? Uh, it was decent turnout. We yeah. wanted. We were hoping for a little bit more. I hope next time, the uh, next meeting, we'll, we'll get it better. I mean, did you attend the International Women's Society? I did not. Oh, no? You passed? I passed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was great. It was a great event, and, uh, you know, obviously we want to... Build it up. Build it up a lot more. So we're, we're working on that. They're going to try to do it again? Yeah. Well, very we're cool. We're going to continue it like once a month. Very cool. Listen, don't go anywhere, folks. Stick around. Uh, we got cigar news after the break. Your chance to win some really great prizes. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Smack it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. In today's market, value is king. And there is no greater value in premium cigars than Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full-bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna great. Want to add some big-time pleasure to your life, the guilt-free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild-to-medium-bodied, top-quality smoke. With Vega Fina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. It's no secret, there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight. Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers' Rights page at thecigarstation.com. How many companies today offer an honest lifetime warranty on all their products? I only know of one, and that is Zycar. Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement. At Smoke In, we love selling Zycar accessories and cigars. Who wouldn't? If your Zycar accessory fails to live up to the promise of form, feel, and function, simply return it, and they will immediately and cheerfully repair or replace it for you. Now, that's what I call 100% total satisfaction. Hey, if you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, Smoke In is an authorized Zycar. Zycar dealer. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life. 
Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you gotta go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoyt in Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Puro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoyt in Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. Kizano cigars are manufactured in the Dominican Republic using only the finest of hand-selected tobaccos that have been aged to perfection. Their cigars have been rated in the 90s by Cigar Aficionado and chosen as best of the best by the Rob Report. From the Kizano 18-paired LXI Habano Sungrown 59 Cameroon to their economically priced bundles, every step has been taken to ensure the finest quality tobaccos and utmost craftsmanship. Kizano cigars. Discover what a fine cigar should be. I'm not a Millie Manelli. Yeah, I'm not. A- I actually sing. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here with the infamous and unknown John D13. Hey, hey. And the lovely and emotional lady I'm this morning. Good morning. So tell us, what's the scoop now? Okay, you know, like social media, the whole big thing is uh, the hashtag. No, you I understand the hashtag on Twitter. On Twitter but you're and saying Facebook. You're, but ha- does hashtag have a purpose on Facebook? Yeah, it's... Barry, social media boy, does the hashtag have a purpose on Facebook? A simple nod or no, I can't hear you. Yes, it does. It does. So, hashtag has a purpose on Facebook, but you're saying you put it in texts and stuff. Yeah, like if I'm texting my girlfriends or we're talking, we hashtag ourselves. Like, hashtag, why are we so awesome? You know, like, or hashtag, if I say something, well, I'll hashtag so, it. So, hashtag now has just a meaning now. The pound symbol has a meaning. Yeah, it, it's like a universal, like... Pay attention I'm, to me. I'm making this. I'm making this known that I'm. I, this is my word or my phrase, and this is it. Or like a, in a group of friends or now something. You have it, John. Hashtag. Wow. I feel so much smarter. I'm going to hashtag John D13 later. Yes, like we told some girls to hashtag themselves the other night, and we no. almost got our butts kicked because they didn't like that. No, but you hashtagged on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, but I'm talking about you. Talking about you just yeah. hashtagging regular yeah. text. Yeah, like hashtag yourself or whatever. Yeah, okay. hashtag me. Are you buying any of this? Yeah. yeah yes. I get it. Barry yes. says yes. Okay. So all right. some people just follow a hashtag and not a person. Yeah. So they follow hashtag cigars and they see yeah, everything. She's talking about using, She's talking about using a hashtag like on regular uh, text. He can't. I couldn't hear that last question. I think she's talking about using a hashtag like on regular texting. Well, it's, some people have carried it over to that. It's just like a force of habit at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it serves no purpose. It serves no purpose. It's just like for show. Just for show. Okay. It has a purpose in my life. All righty. That being Barry. said, <laughs> are you doing Millie Vanilli again? Wait, what's the name of the band? Millie Vanilli. Oh, I said it. Damn. Too bad. Say Guillermo Leon. <laughs> Come on, say it. Guillermo Leon. Wow, you actually got it. Right. it. I've been practicing. Wow, say it again. No, say I can't. Say it one can't. more time. Guillermo Leon. 
What? <laughs> Gear limb. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right, cigar news this week, November 9. SAG to release limited España Lancero. The Quesadas will be releasing a highly limited cigar, the España Lancero. Only 12 cabinets will be released next year containing 50 cigars each. 12 cabinets. What are you Why? doing with 12 Why? cabinets of cigars? Why? I mean, I love Terrence, but really? 12 cabinets will be released next year containing 50 cigars each, with one cabinet going out to select SAG retailers each month. Even worse, according to Terrence Riley, it took nearly a year to come to the decision on how to package and release the cigars. The first shop to receive the cigars will be Just For Him. They have a Just For Him shop in Missouri. Where owner Christian Hudson is accredited with the request for Lancero format in the blend. Just for him. Where's the just for in him? In Missouri. Yeah. Would you go to a shop called Just for Him? In Missouri? No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Speaking of Missouri, I got to tell you guys a good story. You know, we had a little fraud situation uh, with our mail order, and we got this guy in Georgia who, you know, we caught the fraud, but the guy like placed like five orders. So like two of them went out. We caught the other three. So we were talking to this guy, and uh, this was yesterday. We were talking to him, uh, and we took, explained to him, listen, we apologize. We, we caught it. There were three more attempts on your card that we didn't process, but unfortunately, two boxes went out. And this guy goes, well, you know, it just burns my britches when bad people get away with things, whether it's you or me. I know that address. I think I'm going to go down and visit those boys and see if I can get them cigars back. True story. Guy's going down there. Sometimes you got to love the he South. Will, oh, yeah, he, he will, too. He will. He will. I hope sometimes, he gets them back. Sometimes you got to like the South. We haven't heard from him, but it should be interesting. Um, Abdel Esposito of Partagas arrested. You know Abdel? No. Anybody know Abdel Esposito? Barry? No. Yeah, me neither. Abdel Esposito, director of the Partagas store in Havana, that's why. Okay. Was arrested on speculation of selling gray market cigars to e- <laughs> the EU. Witnesses say Esposito was arrested earlier this week. At the store, taken away in handcuffs, and hasn't been heard of since. Great. And you won't hear of him again either. Really? Former Marine launches a new cigar for charity. There you go. Retired gunnery sergeant Nick Papadick, immortalized in AP photo during the 2003 Iraq invasion, has launched a new stick called Cigar Marine. Yep. Known as a Cigar Marine, Papadick is releasing two cigars and an event in California with a portion of all proceeds going to a charity known as the Injured Marine Semper Fi Fund. The goal of the charity is to raise $1 million. Sergeant Papadich retired in 2005 after being injured in the first battle of Fallujah, where he lost his right eye. Well, best of luck to you, Sergeant Papadich. Bring Big ring gauges are here to stay. Once we thought a fad is apparently here to stay. For the first time ever, Cigar Aficionado has conducted a 6 by 60 tasting. I didn't catch that. With a debut in December issue, with Ernie Els on the cover. Man, do you remember when Serie R first came out? Yeah, like, it was like, well, that's too, that's too big. And everybody thought it was a fad. And yeah. people were still saying it, but they're right. I mean, they're yeah. still do, making do you, them. Do you smoke the, the 60s? Honestly, it's too big for me. It, yeah, 50, 52 is about, about as far as I want to go in that. I mean, the 6 by 60s they just they look I, obscene. I could do a 54. I could even do a 56. But 60, just, it just, it's not comfortable for me. It's just holding it. Trying to smoke, it's just not comfortable. Yeah. Not comfortable, you know? no. Oh, you? I, no. Oh, come on. No, I can Don't go lie. maybe up to 52, and then Don't I'm just lie. like, no. Don't lie. <laughs> you like those cigars by Ernesto Perez called the Inch, right? <laughs> yes. 
So, anyways, <laughs> but no, it, it's really stuck around, and uh, I, I guess Cigar Fish and I was doing their first six by sixty review. Yeah, so I mean, uh, look, we we had a Padron SI, which is a six by sixty. Well, one of the reasons why we chose this because it, was, it wasn't a side right. they made, right? But um, it was an interesting smoke. Sold out. It was our hottest micro blends out of all the ones we made. So I mean, the one good thing about that kind of that kind of size, you can put a lot of filler in there. You, you can do a lot oh. with taste and flavor profile on that that you can't do with, say, a Lancero or something like that. So I understand that well, part of it. Without a doubt. You have more room for more varietals of tobacco in a 6x60. Yeah. So. And, and I've, really, I've never understood the nub either, but that's just me. But The... the yeah. yeah. They should call that the inch by inch. The inch by inch. <laughs> Nub still sells. I, I, mean, I know, I know. It, it, you know, when it came out, it was interesting, yeah. but it's still on the market. Yeah. I didn't even hear it myself. We had a Zycar winner, winner. Steve Goldstein, another lazy ash member of Wellington, one of your uh, potluck crew. Yeah. Heard the, uh, the Those Zycar. guys are good. Those guys are man, sharp out there, hawks. man. Did we say? I don't even remember. We I talked about Thanksgiving, it. but. That was the social media word? No. Oh, the Zycar. Zycar oh. winner, yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. reading correctly. Yeah. So there you have it. Uh, one more news bit we got here. Flor de Esteli undergoes a change. The Flor de Esteli brand owned by Danny Moya and Nelson Ruiz will now be known as La Jugada. While the two men own the trademark here in the U.S., someone else owns the name in Nicaragua. Really? Made by Eric Espinoza in La Zona Factory, the name La Jugada translates as the play or the movie, which plays homage to the pair's... Plays homage... To the pairs of love of dominoes, to the two love of dominoes, I guess. Uh, who knows what that is? Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Thank you. That was a, that sounded about <laughs> that sounded about that gay, really. Unbelievable. That being said, up ahead we got two. We got a double header. Meet your maker today. Yes, we do. How did that happen? Um, it's just a you know uppity up weekend. We got some peoples in town. Very cool. We have yes. Ari- Ariel Dickowich of from the uh, La Serena brand and yes. uh, El Merleon. Merlion, Merlion. I want to say Merlion because it sounds so good to, you know, but it's Merlion. And Kirk Kendall. Kirk Kendall's in yep. town. Very seldom is around. So uh, good guy. He's a twin smoke shop up in, uh, I think it's New Hampshire, and obviously his own brand. So uh, very interesting show today. Two doubleheaders and, of course, a very crazy dummy dialer with Pete Johnson later in the show. Many still prizes. Great to win. Don't go anywhere, folks. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon Signature Series cigars, awarded a nine. Rating by Cigar Aficionado Magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo Leon signature today. Join Dan Marino and Carlos Fuente Jr. on November 5th at Shula's on the Beach at the Westin Beach Resort and Spa for the 12th annual Dan Marino Cigar and Wine Dinner. Brought to you by Green Spoon Martyr, benefiting the Dan Marino Foundation. This is one event you don't want to miss and get your chance at some ultra-rare Fuente Opus X cigars. 
For ticket information, please call the Dan Marino Foundation at 954-530-5511. That's 954-530-5511 or visit danmarinofoundation.org. CAO cigars are innovative. CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO Cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO. Surgeon General's warning, cigars not a safe alternative to cigarettes. In the last 10 years, One Cigar Company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars and One Cigar Family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia Family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia Family's great cigars for yourself today. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the mild and creamy Connecticut Reserve to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. This is Pete Hernandez. I love a Modelo in the morning with my Kiss My Ash radio. Me too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to kissmyashradio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. How did he know? How do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> How do you know what I'm looking at? No, get, get on the ear. I want to hear it. How do you know what I'm Colin looking at? Colin through the glass is shaking his head like, I know, I know. How do you know what I'm about to say? Let me guess. I played a spot that somebody just texted you about me playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> Colin's so hard on himself. It's all right, Colin. Don't worry about it. That's what the event was last week, but no big deal. That was funny. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I just got the text. I'm reading this. Why did we just play that? I look over and he's already shaking his head. I know, I know, I know. That was funny. Welcome back, folks. I stayed here along with John D13 and the lovely Lady M. And now it's time for our really our favorite part of the show. Me, your maker. To redo that, yeah. We say it every week. Colin, make us up one. You want me to just do one? I can do one. Yeah, either. just do one. I'm tired of that. That's like a year Done. old. Done. I feel like Wait, I'm on Fantasy right Island. Yeah. Well, anyways, in the studio today, we have Ariel Dickowich. Ariel, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. So, Ariel, you are now, I'm going to take it, the brand representative or... What's the exact title? The title is technically brand manager. Brand manager. Um, but I also 
own half of it with Nestor Miranda. Very nicely. And this is of the uh, La Serena and the Merlion uh, line of cigars. Yep. So do tell us, how does a wonderful young lady, beautiful lady like you, end up making her own cigar brand? How did this happen? Um, completely by accident. Because Lady M's taking strong notes right now. I am. Now. I'm ready. Okay. Ready to roll with you. I don't know if I'm necessarily the right way to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of met Renee through the... And, fa- and Renee is... Uh, Renee is Miami vice C- president yes. of Miami Cigars. At the time, he was actually the New York sales rep. And he saw me hanging out in a family cigar shop in New York and was like, oh, you don't mind cigar smoke? You're hired. Uh-huh. <laughs> I started working for Miami Cigars, doing events, working in the humidor, passing out you know, cigars, and did that all through college kind of really just loved learning about it. They saw that I had like a little passion for it and started taking me on trips to Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican. That's when I started smoking. The rest is history. Um, now, you, your family's in the cigar business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have shops where? Uh, Great Neck, Long Island. And they're called? It's called Tobacco Plaza. There you go, in Great Neck, Long Island. So you grew up working uh, in the family shop for a while, or you worked in it at the time? I just hung you... out there, actually. Just really? Just I just liked out. going and watching the games, hanging out with the people. I didn't smoke yet, but I loved like the aroma, the smell of cigars. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of my grandfather and my uncle and my it's dad. It's a very cool social setting. Exactly. Without the a people. Doubt. It's the people in the industry that really make it. Right. Without so. a doubt. So, so now you're working for Miami Cigars. You start smoking cigars. And at one point, does it dawn on you that I can make my own brand? It didn't dawn on me. I really didn't think that there was any chance of me having like a real career or future in this. I was just doing it because I loved it. And I was actually in the middle of grad school, halfway down with my first year, and Renee approached me. And he came over, he sat down, we had a meeting, and he's like, look, you're really good at this. He's like, you're studying to be a teacher, right? but you love cigars. And I was like, yeah? He's like, we're missing something in our portfolio at Miami Cigars. We're missing a full-bodied, you know, strength kind of line. Do you want to work together and create a brand? I was like, yes. <laughs> Three seconds flat. Wow. That's how it happened. That's great. And we started right then and there. And did you involve, get yourself involved in actually the blending and the oh, yeah. picking and choosing of the cigar? The first one was miraculous. We actually had a trip planned to Nicaragua mm-hmm. to meet up with Jaime. He sent us three blends ahead of time so we could have like a starting point when we got there. The third blend we smoked, we all fell in love with, canceled our trip to Nicaragua, and told him to start production. Oh, wow. And that's unheard of. The second wow. one was more fun because in the Dominican, I got to go down there and actually play with the tobacco and taste all the different blends and find what I liked and what I didn't like and, you know, work with, with you know, Manuel and make sure it was like a blend that we were all happy with. So it was a different experience, but amazingly fun. How do you feel the, the, the cigars differ, the Merlion and the La Serena? I feel like, well, besides obviously the region, which is Nicaragua versus Dominican, I believe like the La Serena is a more medium plus to full bodied with the pepine spice. Whereas what we wanted with the um, the Merline, which is the second line, was a Dominican medium, but with tons of flavor. I feel like sometimes you compromise strength with flavor, and we didn't want to do that. I wanted a medium mm-hmm. to balance out the portfolio, but with flavor. So I think that we accomplished that pretty well. I'm happy with it. Very good. And um, so you, you do a lot of events. Do you actually go around doing events in the country? Mm-hmm. That's where the brand manager title comes in. And how many event, how often are you on the road? How many events are you doing? Um, last year it was because it was the first year and we was really trying to get out there. It was, you know, almost four weeks, four weeks out of a month. I was home for three days. Wow. And then out for another event. Yeah, it was crazy. This week, this, this year we're slowing it down a little. I'm really only on the road two weeks out of the month, three, depending on the month. Wow. It's going to be really interesting for you. It's fun, but you know, my suitcase is wearing, it's wearing itself out. (laughs) So you said you were, uh, you were in school to be a teacher. What kind of teacher were you studying Um, to be? Deaf and hard of hearing. Really? Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, Which works perfectly in the cigar industry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. It was reflex. <laughs> it was reflex. I apologize. Mm. Um, 
So uh, your family had a store in Long Island, and you loved the atmosphere. Um, how did your dad get in the business, and was was he an influence in any part of this uh, process of creating the two new brands? He he got into the business a hundred percent because it was something he loved. He was actually in a family construction business for thirty years. Oh wow! And. When my grandfather passed away, he decided it's not what he wanted to do anymore. And, you know, I'm one of three girls, and then there's my mom. So he's surrounded by women. And we were like, please, do what I, you I love. Hear you, I hear you. I hear you, my <laughs> Similar friend. situation, right? You know, yes. it's not easy. I got three young girls and my wife, so. Oh, almost the exact situation. Yes. Yeah, and we actually, you know, he, he takes such good care of us that we wanted him to do something he loved. So we were very specific about it. And obviously, once we said that, he knew he wanted to get into cigars. Mm-hmm. So he ended up actually buying into the shop, Tobacco Plaza, that he was a customer of. Wow. And that's how it started. And how long ago was that? That was only six years ago. We actually yeah. started in the industry right around the same time. Wow, that's amazing. Well, yeah. good for you. That's great. Now, um, is there any plans? Do you have anything coming up in the future? Are you working on anything? We actually have started working on our third blend. It's in the really early stages. Um, we kind of are thinking we want something in between the Serena and the Merlion. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more than medium, but definitely not as sh- spicy and, and robust as the La Serena. Um, like I said, we all, I've smoked the first two blends um, last week, so we're playing around with that. And then we have a little something up our sleeve um, for the holiday season, which will be out sometime this week. It's oh. a little... Like a limited... Well, what Release. I did was, for my 25th birthday, I came out with a 1,000 boxes of when, the when A-size. Was, when was your 25th birthday? May 2011. Oh, okay. So it's, it was about almost a year and a half ago. And um, we made 1,000 boxes, 9 and a quarter by 48, true Cuban A-size. We sold out of them about a month ago. But what I had done when we came out was I put 300 boxes to the side and just let them sit. And I decided I was going to do something special with them. Wasn't sure when. I just knew I wanted to. And then... We were sitting there this week, like this week at the, you know, in the warehouse, and I was like, I think this might be the time. Like, I, w- I want to do something special. The holiday season's coming up. Mm-hmm. They've been aging for you know a year and a half in yeah. the warehouse. Maybe let's do something special. So I'm actually going back on Monday to the warehouse and numbering each of the boxes oh. myself, one out of three hundred, because it's my own collection. And then we're going to put those out for the holiday. Oh, very, very nice. nice, nice, very cool. So you could have a nice A right after your big turkey dinner. Absolutely, two hour A. Yep. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's delicious because what Pepin did was he put a Habano wrapper on it. So it's the original blend, but instead of the uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, it has a Habano wrapper, and it is fantastic. So these 300 boxes don't have the same wrapper as the original A? Or no. was it all the original A had a different yes. wrapper? Okay, my, my apologies. No, no. Um, I have to ask you. Who was involved in the band creating process? Because, I mean, that is without a doubt the biggest band in the history of the cigar industry. It seems like my theme in this industry is accidental and going with it. <laughs> Jason Wood was in charge of the, the design. He worked, you know, very closely with the graphic designer. Mm-hmm. We fell in love with it. We just kept going bigger. At first, it was just the middle. The mermaid in the circle looked like right. a coin. Then it wasn't enough. We added the top. Then we added the bottom. We needed the, so. But when we saw it on, you know, on the computer, it looked like a regular size band. Right. Then we saw it on the cigar, and we were like, oh, wow. Oh, I mean, like on the Robusto, it's like almost the whole yeah. cigar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. But it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool band, though. It's, it's a gorgeous. lot of details. I was looking at it this morning. Gorgeous band, yeah. without a doubt. Thank you. Gorgeous, thank you. one of probably the most unique bands. So that was a little bit of you in there, too, as well. Absolutely. Well, I've, <laughs> if you look really closely, you'll find four dots of purple. That was 100% me. <laughs> purple, your favorite color? I love purple. That's my wife's favorite color as well. We have to get her a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, we have Ariel Dickowich from La Serena and uh, Merlion Cigars. Don't go anywhere, folks. More with Ariel after the break. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio.
Oh, hey, girl, hey. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of cigar making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the 4.5 by 48 number 6 to the newly released 6 by 60. Available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old and new. Arturo Fuente, the reigning family of premium cigars since 1912, artistically combining old world traditions and unparalleled craftsmanship with flavorful aged tobaccos, making Arturo Fuente the best selling premium cigars in America. From the world renowned Fuente Fuente Opus X to the new line of highly rated Arturo Fuente Rosado Magnum R series, the Fuente family is proud to offer cigars for every palate. Whether you're a connoisseur or an occasional smoker, discover why only Fuente's Fuente. If you're tired of low CD interest rates from the bank or bonds offering 2 to 3%, find out if a fixed return of 5 to 6% better fits into your portfolio. Call Current and Abrams Financial Services now at 561-232-3730 and see how these secure investments will work for you. That's 561-232-3730, 561-232-3730 or Current and Abrams Financial Services. Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash? I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash. How can I get a terrific ash like yours? Well, it takes just a little practice and an H. Upman 1844 reserve. A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's showing off? H. Upman 1844 reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Siri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number 8 Cigar of the Year and Rob Report's Best of the Best Honor. Although E.P. Carrillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $4.50 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try E.P. Carrillo. Pick up an E.P. Carrillo at your nearest smoking location. This is Barry from Miami Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Salt of Smoke on Kiss My Ash Radio. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Really? <laughs> this is your rejoiner? Wow. 
You know, there's a lot of women in the studio right now. I think it's appropriate. Older than old. If Adam's here, they'd be three. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) John D13 with the jazz. Unable to defend himself, Adam still gets ripped. You know he's probably listening to the show right now. He misses it that much. I'll bet you Adam is nowhere near a radio dial right now. Nowhere near it. Welcome back, folks. I'm nice Dave here with our special guest, Ariel Dickowich from La Serena and Merlion, Merlion Cigars. I keep wanting to say Merlion. i got to get out of that habit. You can do that. Um, is, there a, is, is there a company name? or is it La just, Serena is the company La name. La Serena is the company name. I can just say from La Serena Cigars. Perfect. And, of course, in the studio, John D13 and the lovely Lady M. Big congratulations goes out to Iggy Valcuesta. West Palm Beach heard the social media word turkey. Turkey. Big winner won a box of La Serena A's, and they have, and those are the ones that have been aging for. Uh, those are the boxes you set aside, the ones you're giving away today. Yes, no, yes, all good. So he'll be. We loving can't those. hear you through that glass. I, I, I just look for a nod, you know, <laughs> but they don't know. They all start talking. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go back to uh, Ariel and her brand and her cigars. Um, so, so far, you, you've been working and, and dealing with Miami Cigars and their company. Is your relationship with Miami Cigars, is that solid? Is that tied? Or do you have any plans on working with other companies to develop different lines or is, any ideas on that? Um, Miami Cigars were the first ones that brought me into the industry, so there's a huge loyalty there. They were the ones you know, that decided that I would be right for a project to work with them. I don't see myself going anywhere else. Um, they're, they're partners in this, and I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing it with anyone else. Very, very cool. <laughs> And um, yeah, where are you? You're originally from New York. You mm-hmm. said yeah, born and raised. Now, um, unfortunately, we had the Sandy tragedy. How were you affected by that? Um, my I live in Manhattan now, so I lost power for a few days. But thank goodness I was in the middle of the island. Um, my parents on Long Island, all of our trees are down, oh, and wow. they lost power for twelve days. But oh, you know, as as terrible as it sounds, it's nothing compared to the people that lost their homes, right? And that lost their cars and their memories. And so you know, it's. It's hard not having power, especially when you're on the ninth floor of a building. Wow. <laughs> but we had it easy, and so to complain almost feels selfish. You guys just were inconvenienced. Exactly. That's what we go through mostly, <laughs> you know, it's just the power and stuff. And exactly. I mean, and, and, you know, it's it's so sad. Sitting in the middle of, you know, it felt like we weren't even having a storm. I did, there was no rain. There was no wind. But it was the tides that were so high. That's not something we're used to. Right. So all around us, people were really being affected and... So, I mean, if you if there's anything you can do to help, send you know send some supplies, Absolutely. warm clothes, do it. Send it to New York. Yeah. Wow. Food. Well, God help all those people. Anybody uh, who can reach out, send a hand. Those people need it. It's amazing. We've, we've seen it down here. We've been kind of lucky the last few seasons. We really, the last bad one we had here was Francis, and um, I don't even think I was here for that. 2006? Francis. 2005? Yeah. 2005. Yeah, I didn't move here until 2006. Yeah, Francis was that. the last bad one. But it, Francis came like two weeks back off of uh, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the year before we had uh, one, and then, and then Wilma came across and, and kind of hit us from behind. I mean, so. Yeah. But so it's been about seven years yeah. since we've really been put through through anything, and especially up in the Northeast like that. These guys aren't, you know, yeah, you get your Nor'easters and you get stuff like that, but you're not expecting. That, that absolutely right. not. And but you know, it's it's this is now the second or third time recently that yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, there. the way it's going to be, the way it's looking like now, is it's that cycle, and these guys are going to keep getting hit, and we may keep skirting for a while, and then before you know it, will it will flop back around. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's not not something that you guys are mentally prepared for. Exactly. It's a, they say it's a once in a lifetime storm. We've had two in the past two years. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So, yeah. Mm. Well, we wish everybody up there all the best. 
Now, I did a little background, and I'm not sure I'm right, but did you actually have a music theater background? I acting? Did. did a little acting? I did. Tell us about your acting. I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, well, I still consider myself somewhat of an actress. <coughs> when I'm home in New York, I just go on auditions, and I like I like that. That's what I love to right. do. I mean, anything we would recognize you from? I was in Saturday Night Live. No, I did. I sang the Hanukkah song with Adam Sandler. Really? Did you? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. when was this? This was oh my goodness, two thousand four, oh. I believe. If you, this is embarrassing, but if you YouTube it, you you'll YouTube see it? me. I'm oh, right, we're gonna YouTube. I'm right yeah. behind sure. him. <laughs> we're YouTube but that was a lot of fun. And then you know, little things here and there. I do it because I love it. I don't think I'm ever going to be the next, you know, Jennifer but you, Aniston. But, you, but you're still actively inro- uh-huh. involved. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, when I'm not traveling for cigars, I like to you know get together with my girlfriends, do some do some shows. So when you get like on the big screen, you're gonna have like a La Serena cigar, like somehow sure. worked into the script. Absolutely, it's gonna be a whole script about a woman cigar smoker. That's self awesome. self plug, why not? <laughs> I sing, so if you need it, oh God. No, 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 no. If you need no. like the backup, backup. <gasps> no, no. Right, right in the front with. Oh, no. really? The front. She does not. Oh, no, I heard sing. that Emily is no Millie Vanilli. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she is. I, Will you stop bashing on me? I can sing. Listen, no. <laughs> I, I. Oh my God, that's it. <laughs> oh, is this your the Hanukkah song? That's it. That's the Hanukkah song. Oh, you song. found it? Can you see her in the video? Doesn't it get really. Aren't there a lot of curves? Oh, that's great. My two sisters were there with me, so it was really fun. That's cool. But Emily, I, you know, I'm, I'm completely tone deaf. I mean, as tone deaf I don't as they come. If you're not going to give me a positive Babe, you are tone deaf as they come. There's no positive reinforcement. <laughs> I'm trying to help you by telling you not to sing in public. My boyfriend told me the other night to stop. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes that's the most fun. Like, I'm the worst dancer in the world, and it doesn't, you cannot you stop can't me. stop. I am there from the minute the dance floor opens, and I close that dance floor up. It's, that's probably entertaining. This is, kind of, <laughs> this is kind of like painful suffering. You, know? you can't make it entertaining? Give, her, seen, give her a really fun I've seen, song. I've seen dogs in the shop roll over and put their paws on their ears start howling. No, it's all right. All right. We'll get you to do ball gag. There was a request for ball I'm gag. Not, karaoke. No, I don't know if we'll ever do that again. No <laughs> ball gag karaoke. You actually sound good with the ball gag karaoke. Mm. So anyways, your name, Ariel, uh, I, I, I translates Mermaid. The name of your cigar in English means mermaid. No. The La Serena means oh, mermaid. Oh, Ariel from... Yeah. The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. I can't understand my own writing sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah, everyone Everyone just called me the mermaid growing it, it, up. Is that how you came about with the name? That was my question. Somewhere in that uh, cloud of words. <laughs> I understood it. Maybe we're on the same page. Wow. Um, yeah, everyone, you know, when I was younger called me the mermaid. And um, when we were coming up with a name, I wanted something that was related to me, but without actually being my name. I don't think that I'm anywhere near, you know, the expertise of some of these guys that have their name on their brands. I didn't want that. But I wanted something that was relatable to me and that had to do with me. And that's how we came up with uh, La Sirena, which means the mermaid. Yeah, very cool. That's very beautiful, too. Right? That's the thing. I feel like it rolls off the tongue. It's sexy. It's Mm -hmm. elegant. I don't know. I loved it when I heard it. No, it actually is. And and the packaging, the boxes. As a retailer, their boxes I hate. I know they're hard to stack. <laughs> Dad's Your giving dad's a thumbs up. As a, I mean, listen, they're they're nice, gorgeous boxes. As a retailer, we hate them because we can't stack. I know them my apologies. Put them away neatly because they're domed and they got legs. But no one ever wants to throw them out. No, they're gorgeous boxes without a doubt. So look, you got a little project coming up for the holidays. You're giving away three hundred, and you said you have something you're working on, but it's in the early stages. Can't tell anybody about it. 
So it's just so early that there's really nothing to even say. Nothing to even say. Yeah. Do you, do you do you feel pressured to because you know there's two philosophies in this industry which you know both have its advantages and advantages. You got a guy like Rocky who wants to release 18 brands every year, and then you have people like the Padrones or some of the smaller petite companies that just will make their brand and run with it for a few years and let it develop. Do you feel pressure to create something new? Um, I mean, are you feeling that from this industry? Not pressure so much, but excitement. Like, I'm eager to make a new blend. Right. I love my first two. And, tra- and let's be honest, I'm on the road traveling, and when I'm doing events, I'm smoking my own cigars. So wouldn't I rather have four to choose from than yeah, two? absolutely. That being said, we actually we want to grow a long-term brand. This is something that I want for the rest of my life. And you, in my opinion, you can't do that by pushing out something new every week. So what we're trying to do is really slowly build it. La Serena was on the shelves for a year and a half before we came out with the Merlin, and that was on purpose. We could have came out with our the second cigar way earlier. Um, so, yes, I want, I want to come out with new blends, and, and I'm excited to do it. And maybe there's a little bit of pressure because realistically, everyone comes in the shop and says, what's new, right? I mean, that's... That's the problem, you know, and, and, and what I, as a retailer, see and sometimes, you know, struggle with is that, look, to really build a brand, and especially one that if you want to have any kind of longevity, it takes time. Absolutely. You can't just build it in six months. So when when people make a brand and within a year they're making their second brand or third brand, you know... I understand the need because they're trying to fulfill those people who are coming in and saying what's new, but you can't really build a brand. And my, my belief in that little time, I mean, you're more of a consumer yeah, than any of us. It, get the get it right the first time. Like I said, build on. You know, don't okay. I put this out, and then you know, six months later, I'm coming out with another one. Well, let's let's see how the first one goes. Let's make sure you've got the blend right. Let's make sure people actually like the cigar instead of coming out with another one. Then another one. Give it something to build on. And work on getting it in more and more people's hands. Exactly. That's you know? that's the thing that gets me as a consumer more than anything is the like you're talking about the SAG before. Okay, it's one box of it's a box of fifty. Well, you know, now you got yeah, you got one box of fifty per month. Yeah, right. I mean I, I Why? I, I mean I have no idea. I mean the, I mean I understand, you know, the Christmas time and holidays, I understand the the limited edition stuff, but when you come out, you know, in February with, you know, fifty boxes and I'm gonna have one box per retailer you know, there's a time when, yeah, I used to chase after those. Now I'm an old fart. I don't chase anymore. <laughs> no more chasing. No more chasing. We still talking about cigars? Yes. Okay, <laughs> just checking. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely on just both checking. counts, yeah. It, it is a philosophy. How do you feel as um, as a female and, and a young female to boot in this industry? Um, you've been to, what, three trade shows now as a brand? Is it brand? Mm-hmm. Three. How, how do you feel you've been embraced uh, by people in the cigar industry is has it all been positive has there been some you know any not kind really of negative friction? but there's been skepticism which you know I, I i can understand but i don't want it i don't i can understand it for a minute and then get past it i'm a woman i'm a young woman but i love cigars i found a passion in something that may not be it may be a little bit unusual mm-hmm. but i feel like anyone that gets to know me and meets me can see that i love this and it's not a gimmick it's not you know i hear things like first when I when I announced that I was coming out with a cigar, oh, is it going to be flavored? <laughs> I think there's a huge place for flavored cigars in the market, but why does it have to be a woman that right. does it? I personally smoke medium to full-bodied cigars, yeah. um, which is why we came out with you know a medium plus cigar for the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I yeah, not negative response, but something that I want to overcome and show that women can be in this industry and and love it just as much as a man. Right. Well, I think there's a lot of misconception with, you know, you, you see a woman's name on a cigar, 
exactly how much did she actually contribute to the blend, what it's about, you know, how it smokes. And, and, and with you, you can see that, you know, you were intimately involved with that every step of the way. It's your cigar. You've got your fingerprints all over it, whereas sometimes if you're out there in the industry, we were, we're, you know, the consumers were looking and going, yeah, so-and-so made that cigar. I wonder if she even smokes a cigar. Yeah. I mean, it ha- it's happened before. That's yeah. why, too. Yeah, though. exactly. Right. Well, people see me at events, and they're like, oh, you smoke? And I'm like, yeah, how could I have made a cigar if I don't smoke, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't pretend to be anything I'm not. I'm not a master blender. So the friction that you know? you've experienced has been on the consumer level side more than the inside the industry. Oh, in the industry, everyone's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, because the truth is, and when I was in New York, and in Miami was the first company that hired me, but I ended up, my name got passed around, and I would do events with everyone. I did events with Rocky, and I did events with Camacho, and I did events with Davidoff, and, you know, I build my relationships with these guys. So when I kind of got into it on myself, they all took me under their wings, and they, they've, you know, helped, really. I mean, mm. they've given me names, and they've put, you know, they've given me their their support and it's really been amazing in the industry it's like you know it's a family which is so which is one of my favorite parts because essentially we're kind of all competitors but really at the end of the day we're all friends Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about it it really is people don't realize how i mean look there's obviously frictions between certain people but for the most part a lot of these guys help each other out advise each other and work together more than i think consumers could even imagine yeah, that they, they would. So, well, Errol, listen, I really appreciate you uh, coming by the studio today. And anybody out there listening, head over to our West, P- West Palm Beach store, Ariel and uh, Barry, and her father will be down there. We'll be doing some La Serena tastings and special promotions and giveaways. And that's in our West Palm Beach location at 801 Village Boulevard in the Village Commons Shopping Center. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. Yes, thank you guys so and much for having me. This is wonderful. Best thank of you. luck in all, all your future endeavors. Thank you. Uh, don't go anywhere, folks. Up ahead, Cigar Showdown with John D13. We also have a second meet your maker with Kurt Kendall from 724 Cigars. And now a place where no man ever wants to go. One minute inside the head of Lady M. What is happening to this country? I go out and try to be a top-notch citizen and cast my vote. But geez, that didn't matter much. Obama remains in the White House for another four long years. What are we going to do? Maybe if Trump can get his hands on his college records, we can get him impeached. But that's a shot in the dark. Poor Mitt. I wonder what's going through his mind. You think he's pissed? I would be. Maybe Ryan will run and take home the gold in 2016. Hmm. On a more serious note, Amendment 62 has now officially been passed. The Rocky Mountains just got a whole lot higher. Break out the Cheetos and Goldfish, as Governor Hickenlooper would say. They're legalizing pot for recreational use. I might just have to move back home to Colorado, quit my job, move back in with my mom, file for Obamacare, and get stoned for the next four years. Obama is just going to continue to run this country into the ground. I might as well be high while he's doing it. Smoke it. Kiss my ash radio. On Seaview Radio. Honest Dave here, and let me tell you about Drew Estate's highly sought after Liga Provada cigar that was originally created solely for the smoking pleasure of their own company's president. Exquisitely blended from seven different rare tobaccos from seven different farms, it is handcrafted by only the absolute best torcedores. No expense has been spared or shortcuts taken in its creation, and each cigar is guaranteed to be flawless in construction, flavor, and character. Rich, complex, full bodied without being harsh. Liga Pravada can be best described in one word, satisfying. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cellars. 
Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos, or El Triunfador, Fausto or La Casita, you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Cellars. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601, Murcielago, and Cubao. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinosa cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. Look for Espinosa cigars at your nearest fine tobacconist. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars. And one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano Cigars by A.J. Fernandez. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour 2, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. Welcome back, loyal listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. Live from sunny Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, you are listening to Hour 2 of Kiss My Ash, episode number 65. Is this right, 4? I thought it was 4. Okay, 64. It's 1, 64, 65. Look it up on iTunes, what do you want me to tell you? I'm your host, Ask Dave, along with Lady M and uh, the infamous John D. 13. Hey, hey. 
Um, very great interview with Ariel Dickwich yes, of La Serena. Very lovely. Tell woman. you, very passionate. You know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, she actually knew more than I expected her to know about mm-hmm. the product, the cigar. So I was very impressed. So, and the cigar is a great product. So, um, man, I bet you could make like a a ring. I thought when I saw this band, I was like, it would be a really cool ring. That's, a, that's too big. That's a whole finger no, ring. No, but women, that's the in thing now. Is Just like Lady M, thinking about rings. That's women, all she wants. She's waiting for the ring. Women do. The the ring thing. See, she's saying, yeah. The ring thing. Um, up ahead, do we have any prizes? We still got the Monte Cristo. What we've given away is social media work. Social media is done. We've given away done. We got so the, we got uh, the uh, Monte Cristo. Studio. Active Studio. $50. So now it's time for our cigar showdown with John D. 13. So, John, uh, we give you a couple cigars. Yes. Unbanded. Correct. Uh, and uh, you smoked both of them. Both of them. And uh, why don't you tell us what you thought about cigars number one and two. All right. Cigar number one. Uh, both of these were box-pressed. Uh, cigar number one, uh, and they were both Maduro wrappers. Uh, you could tell, number one, very tight box press. I mean, just... It's almost like a piece of metal. You've seen that rectangular metal tubing? Yeah. That's what this thing looked like. I mean, it was tight. It was nice. But even when you cut it, a great draw. Now, the one, there's two, and I wouldn't even call them drawbacks. The wrapper, even though it's Maduro, is actually two different shades of Maduro. On the same cigar. On the same cigar. I mean, it, I mean, just just a little bit lighter. And then the cap wasn't a very good cap. But, I mean, I don't smoke the cap, so yeah. uh, who cares? But you know, just looking at appearance, of, but the you can tell. Captain accessory. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, it was a really nice cigar. And what one of the things I really liked about the cigar, it had a really toothy wrapper. And, and if you don't know what a toothy wrapper is out there, you know, all these wrappers have oils. And sometimes the oils, you know, for lack of a better term, coagulate into a, a, to, to a little nodule. And as you smoke it, you see the little white nodules on your, on your ash. And to me, if you got a little tooth on your wrapper, it doesn't get much better than that. That's actually a great description of a toothy wrapper. Wow. That was pretty good. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I cut it, had a little pre-light draw. So once I got into this, I said, you know, I'm going to have some Eagle Rare 17-year-old bourbon with this because it just seemed like a perfect fit on Tennessee my part. Tennessee bourbon. Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky bourbon, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I was on my, per- on my pergola with, with, my, with my bourbon the cigar, uh, lit it up. Very nice uh, aroma right off the bat. Great ash, a dark gray ash. Um, I would. It was very smooth. You didn't really taste any any strength, any pepper strength, but you could kind of tell as you smoked this cigar, the strength was getting there. But I call it almost sneaky strong because sneaky strong. Because as you go through the cigar, it's very smooth, very creamy. But at the very end of the cigar, you know you have a. a I won't call it a full-bodied cigar, but just on the just on the medium side of a full-bodied cigar. It was hearty. It, it was a great cigar. I mean, I nubbed this thing. I mean, I took it as far down as I could go with it. Wow, that's a lot for you too. Yeah, yeah, it is. It took me about forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. Yeah. And 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 your cigar number two. Cigar number two, also Maduro, uh, very nice chocolate-looking wrapper. Uh, not as tight a box press, but you know that that could have been because it was you know I gave it a couple of weeks ago, so it wasn't sitting in the box, so it right. may have come out a little bit. Um, when I cut the when I cut the cap off, this was very interesting. When you look down inside the filler, there's actually like a little vein of dark filler in there around the the lighter. So I'm guessing that might have had something to do with trying to uh, to ease the the strength of it because when I, when I first started smoking it. I got almost like a papine kind of peppery taste, but it was kind of muted. It wasn't. It wasn't like I get with the with the my father kind of stuff. It was kind of 
a muted peppery taste. And as you smoke the cigar, it got a little stronger, a little stronger as you went. Once again, a very good cigar, great smoke. Uh, unlike number one, which kept its box press the whole way through the cigar, this one once it once it got lit, once it got a little a little warm, it kind of rounded out. But once it again, less, it was less tight. Yeah, it, it was a it was a really good cigar though. So you know, if you, do, I can't remember, do you point them? Do you rank them? Do you give them? No, score? I just I just I just kind of say I like it or I don't <coughs> like it kind of thing. So which ones you like better? You know what? I, I like number one better because I, I've kind of got a feeling I know what it is. I kind of got a feeling you know what both are, which is pretty good because you really had no idea. No. But you know, num- number one, you know, I've I probably smoked twenty-five or thirty boxes of these in my lifetime. So if it, if I'm if I'm right, you know, there's no way I wouldn't pick this cigar. But I will say, number two, I'll go out today and buy a box of it. It was that good. It was yeah. that good. Yeah. All right. What do you think number one was? Uh, Padron, nineteen sixty-four, exclusive O Maduro. Yes. And what wow. do you think number two was? You know, it's something made by Papine. I'm not exactly sure, but it's talented. But it, it, it seemed like it had that pepin. Like I said, it was kind of muted, but it seemed like it had that pepin. And I'm not sure of the box pressed part of the, the pepin manufactured cigars. It was an Ortega Series D Maduro. Awesome. Yeah, you know, they, they were out in Wellington this week. Yeah. So uh, those were two cigars you smoked. Yeah. yeah. Very well done. John D. So Padron Exclusiva wins the cigar showdown. Yes. But with- no disrespect to the Ortega, you still no, buy a box. No, great cigar. I'd buy a box because I'm sure I'm sure it's it's almost half the price as the uh, as the Padron. So yeah, it's well, a great value. When you said Pepin peppery, I was I was like, wow, that's pretty good. So see, if anybody's wondering why we grabbed a unknown man, bought him in here in the studio, do reviews, this is why this guy knows what he's talking about. I've known this man for uh, 16 years. So uh, is it time to give away fifty dollars? Yes, it is. All Actor right. Studio. Put your game faces on. Actually, Ariel is the uh, actress. She should have. So you're going to do Kurt. Or you're going to do it. All right. You're going to be Adele Mar. All right. So here's what we're doing, folks. We're going to read a scene from a movie here. If you know what the movie is, give us a call at 877-960-9960. Now, I also want to say at this point is we've gotten a lot of emails and feedback from a lot of military people who listen to our podcast, and they could never win anything. <coughs> because the show's not, not live when they yeah. hear it. So we're working on something to do. An online. Yeah, via email. So those of you who stay, by next week, we'll have something for those of you who are uh, out there listening in the military or just catch our podcast. That's great. You know, Veterans Day coming up, what, tomorrow? A lot of celebrations tomorrow. So that's a, that's a really yeah. great yeah, thing. Yeah, we want to do something for people that's who can't, really who can't listen we to the show live. Everybody a fair we opportunity. have like 20,000 downloads. We've got a lot of podcast right. downloads. So for those who can't listen live, we're going to do. Something once a month so that you guys can still win something too. We just have excellent. Thank you. We haven't figured it out. So, anyways, we're going to do a scene from a movie here, and uh, everybody know who they are. Yeah, you're okay. yellow. Yep. All right, we're going to do a scene, and if you know what movie this is, give us a call at eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, and you'll win fifty dollars courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. So here we go. Thank you, boys, for throwing in that fricassee. I'm a man large in appetite. Even with lunch under my belt, I was feeling a mite peckish. Our pleasure, Big Dan. And thank you as well for the conversational hiatus. I generally refrain from speech while engaged in gestation. There are those who attempt both at the same time, but I find it coarse and vulgar. Now, where were we? Making money in the Lord's service. Oh, now, you don't say much, my friend, but when you do, it's to the point, and I salute you. Oh, it weren't nothing. Yes, Bible sales. The trade is not complicated, one. There are but two things to learn, one being that uh, where to find your wholesaler, word of God in bulk, as it were, 
and two being how to recognize your customer who you're dealing with and exercise in psychology, so to speak. I like to think that I'm a pretty astute observer of the human scene. No doubt, brother. I figured as much back there in the restaurant. That's why I invited you out here for this advanced tutorial. So there you go, folks. <laughs> Give us a call at 877-960-9960. Tell us what the name of that movie was, and you'll win $50 courtesy of Monte Cristo Cigars. By the way, one of my favorite all-time movies, too. Yeah. Great movie. I think I've seen it. 30 times. It was one of those things like any time I came home and it was on, right. I just left it on. Watched it to the point I like, memorized like 90% of the lines. Up ahead, folks, after the break, after we give away $50, we got Kurt Kendall of 724 Cigars. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. This is so hot. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. Enjoy the delightful moments of life with spirit and emotion, either for oneself or together with friends. This is a genuine lifestyle. It is Davidoff's. The Good Life, uniting craftsmanship, dedication, and knowledge of tradition has been the key to the success of the Davidoff brand. Davidoff, when only the best will do. Smoke In is a proud Davidoff appointed merchant and proudly offers a wide selection of the highly acclaimed Davidoff white label cigars. For your nearest Smoke In location, visit www.smokein.com. Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Rath at 561-691-5941. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke. For over 75 years, one cigar has set the quality standard against which all others are measured and has become the world's most recognized and revered brand. Monte Cristo. Whether you prefer the subtle complexities of Monte Cristo Classic, the smooth elegance of Monte Cristo White, the rich, seductive flavor of Monte Cristo Platinum, or the dark and mysterious Monte Cristo Reserva Negra, you are savoring, quite simply, the best of the best. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. This is Grace Sotolongo with my father's cigars, and I only listen to Kiss My Ash Radio.
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. If kids are raining, Much better. Yeah. Much better. Much better. You won't confuse that with Millie. But no. Like, you know, we had to tell her who Millie, who Millie was a couple yeah, weeks ago. I saw that. Yeah. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Honest Abe here with John D13 and the lovely Lady M. John D sitting in for uh, Special K. How does it feel to be in his seat this week? It's, it feels pretty good. Feels You've been a lot more productive good. than he's been. Well, you know, that, that's not doing much, but yeah. I, oh, I, wow. I try. Wow. <laughs> I love when the new guy just bashes in, right? Just look, look normal. It's great. Well, we got some callers on hold looking to win 50 bucks. We got Brian from Palmetto. Brian, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Hello, hey. Brian. Oh, howdy. Didn't hear you talking to me. Wow. Welcome to Where, Kiss... Where, brother? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You're already seeing the... Good morning, Brian. <laughs> Good morning, folks. How are you doing today? I'm trying to wake up still. I can see that. Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Brian, I guess you're calling in to name the movie that we acted out. I'm thinking it's Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Absolutely. Yes, Brian. One of my favorite movies of all time, and I appreciate it. Don't go anywhere. Where did, um, Colin will get your information. We'll get that $50 gift certificate out to you. Keep listening, my friend. Will do. Thank you, Brian. You want to know a little fun fact about this movie? Well, why don't you tell us a little fun the, fact? Yeah, uh, the opening song was an actual recording from uh, Prisoners in 1959. What's the opening song? Um, I don't... I don't just, just I don't know. There. Well, it didn't tell me what the opening song was. Do you see the movie? Do you know? I know the song, right. but I would have listened to it and I was going to talk about it. Well, I would have taken the time okay. to listen to it. I might, have, I, might have, I might have even went so far as to say, Colin... Here's an audio of the opening song, so oh. I tell the read, you know, listeners. Did you about do that it. for me? You know, can you play it in the background so All you know right. what you I'm know talking what? I'm about? No, what? I'm done with the fun facts. No, over. no, please no. tell us. Tell us Here, the fun facts. Abe, you finish it. Come on. No. Come on. All right. Whatever. Fact. It was actually a recording from Real Prisoners back in 1959, and one of the prisoners, James Carter, was actually tracked down 40 years later and paid 20 grand. And you had That's to not see. the opening song. <laughs> that's, that's not the opening song. Is it? I don't think so. Oh. I would see I probably would have chosen that song and then it would have been wrong anyway. But it's all right. It was I think it's pretty cool they tracked him down twenty years later. That, that isn't Forty some years money. later gave, gave him twenty money. grand. Yeah, that was Excellent. very cool. Well in the studio with us, a good friend, legend of the cigar industry and his own brand, Kurt Kendall. Kurt, welcome to Kissing My Ash Radio. Oh, thanks for having me, Abe. Dude, Appreciate very it. cool to have you here, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, right. Now I think I'm dying slowly. Um, let's start off. Tell our listeners about your shops, how you got in the cigar business, because you got very successful shops, and uh, let, you know, let us let us hear about them. Well, back in the uh, mid '90s, my twin brother uh, Kevin had a uh, gourmet grocery. Is he a really? I mean, like, you guys like look alike twins? Yeah, we're. I can't remember identical, identical twins. twins. Okay, thank you. Yeah, identical twins. Uh, he he has a small gourmet shop in Connecticut. Uh, we started smoking cigars together. He uh, actually put a, an old Patriaca case in his uh, deli and started selling cigars out of there. And uh, the excitement of that and watching him uh, do that and starting to gain that passion for cigars, he said, hey, let's open up a cigar shop together, and uh, we'll call it Twins. 
So uh, to make this long ne- story short. I personally never knew that. Yeah. That's wild. That was it, right around 95. And uh, we went to the town hall to get the uh, permit to get the business going. We found out that uh, somebody had a head start on us down the street by about a month. So we kind of scratched the plan. I went back to New Hampshire where I was living and uh, opened up my own shop. Did it solo and uh, just started building it from there. And, he, and your brother's still in the gourmet food business? Yeah, he's still You're in the kidding business. Me. Yeah, wow. He's been there twenty-two years, and I'm on my sixteenth now. Did, did he ever uh, come like with you to trade show or anything? No, he's never been to the oh, trade dude, show. I got some good jokes that could be done there. I know. I would have a blast if I had a twin brother. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh uh, wow, it'd be good. But uh, we built the business uh, twin smoke shop over uh, the last almost sixteen years. We have three locations. We try and use a unique recipe to uh, of good service and you know good inventory to keep people coming back. And, and you've got really colorful shops. I mean, it's, it's got cigar memorabilia all over. If anybody wants to get a good look, you can go to um, crownheads.com, and there's a retailer spotlight. And uh, I watched your video oh, uh, yeah. the other day. We drove up in your car and went around the shop. You see the very, burnout? Yeah. Saw the smoke there at the end. That uh, you actually a collector of uh, classic cars. Yeah, I love cars. That's yeah. my passion. And other what, than what cigars. was the car that was in the video? That one was a '39 Ford Coupe. Wow. Yeah, I built that a few years back and drive it just about every day. Other than in this weather, you know, <laughs> we're in New Hampshire. We're starting to get winter now. It's it's uh, getting cold. You guys got it nice down here. Uh, we do. We get spoiled. I'm from Chicago originally, so I do not miss the cold or the snow. So now you, you you got these successful shops. You're doing great in retail. How do you come across the idea to make your own brand? And then how did you come across the 724 brand? Well, it, it should start with the brand name itself, 724. Uh, it's an old, original Manchester, New Hampshire brand. It started in 1874 with this gentleman named Roger Sullivan. And uh, his first showroom slash uh, retail store was at 724 Elm Street, Manchester, New Hampshire. So uh, this gentleman built the uh, his cigar brand and uh, had a few different brands, Little Little Gold Dust and Dexter. And uh, by the right around the turn of the century, he opened this seven-story factory. Uh, he had over 350 rollers. Uh, at one point in time, they became the largest manufacturer in the world. They made as many as 80 million cigars wow. in this little factory. So. Be, I, I like nostalgia and cigar memorabilia. I started collecting all the old memorabilia and started running across a lot of it from that factory, and uh, just said I got to bring this brand back, you know. So, being a retailer and learning uh, what I thought was the recipe for possibly coming out with a successful brand and the history of this old brand, I thought it might be a good combination to bring it back to the market. So you acquired the name then in the brand. Yeah, I acquired the trademark uh, about four years ago. Was it at that point defunct? Did no one it have it? It was actually defunct. No one had it. You just found it. It was like, it was like uh, what do you call it, those traveling, uh, when they have the antique shows, you know? And like, oh, here, this is worth $2 million. You know? Oh, Roadshow like, Antique yeah, yeah, yeah. Roadshow. Yeah. So you just found like a piece of gold there. Pretty Nobody, much. Yeah, very cool. And so now you own this name and you want to make it a brand. How did you start? What did you do? Well... As a retailer, I was going on trips with, uh, you know, Rocky Patel and different places. So I went to the Dominican several times, and I started uh, learning some about tobaccos. Uh, 
my goal was to try and create a blend of something that I thought would be successful in today's market. I fooled around with it for a few years, never really uh, just completed it. So I started working with uh, Dave Topper from Alec Bradley and Ralph Montero. And uh, they kind of took me under their wing and said, hey, let's get this done. Let's complete it. You know, you've been talking about it long enough. So we we put together some blends, uh, came up with some packaging and marketing, and uh, just kind of launched it slowly. And I, I was fortunate enough to uh, test market in my own stores for uh, about six months, uh, learned that people actually did like the blend, you know, as soon as I got it in their hands, that which is the key, you know, getting it in people's hands and uh, – it started working, so I started uh, calling on friends from the industry to uh, get what, at the time, I was calling them courtesy orders. I'd call a guy like Abe or Herc Klotz in New York and say, mm-hmm. hey, I'd, I'd love to get this on your shelf. Can you help me out? So I'd get it on the shelf. Uh, they'd get it into people's hands, the consumers, and uh, it started rolling and it started taking off. So with little or no uh, marketing budget, Wow. We kind of uh, just got it out there like that. Yeah, just basically uh, word of mouth and passing around on, on the street. Now, it's really unfortunate because Adam K is like one of your biggest fans. He's like, you had to get him on the show the week I'm out of town. Oh, yeah. He was really upset because when we bought in your cigars, they had actually loved your cigars and, and, and had been getting them elsewhere from outside our stores before we right. bought them in. So they were elated uh, once we got them on, on the shelves. So... You, you get the store, you get the cigars, you get it in people's hands. You're out there, you're making your own brand. Now you decide to make a second one. Yeah, we came out with a uh, second blend. You know, as you were talking in the earlier segment uh, about timing and when to put out more things and whether to do a limited release. And, you know, as a retailer, I sit back and I watch all these guys do all these projects. And you kind of get an idea of what might be successful and what's not. Uh my goal was to have unique products, but not copy anybody. You know, everybody's kind of copying each other a There's little like bit. So many original ideas yeah. left; it's getting hard. So the goal to have medium-bodied, full-flavored cigars uh, was my goal. the The original blend was a six-country blend made in Honduras, and uh, we used a uh, Matafina wrapper from Brazil. So it had a real unique flavor and aroma. The second blend, I wanted to come out with something from Nicaragua that had a little more. Uh, little more spice to it when we did that i as we were blending the cigars i realized it tastes a lot like everybody else's and i couldn't come up with anything uh that i i knew would be unique so we ended up using an indonesian binder which gave it a little sweetness it kind of toned it down a little bit in the strength but it, it had a lot of body and flavor uh and a nice aroma so came out with uh the 1874 series which is made in nicaragua and it was to commemorate the uh, year that Roger Sullivan started this brand. Wow. Now, your products, when, when I place an order, is it being shipped from New Hampshire? Or is it being shipped out of a... Yeah, it's all warehoused and uh, distributed out of New Hampshire. Now, are you doing it out of your stores? Do you have a separate... Uh... I, have a, I have a separate warehouse. Uh, I've been a one-man band for three I, I, years. Listen, I know the feeling. That's why you know, you know I'm, the feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. You know, I'm getting people on board now to help me because uh, it, the company grew slowly but surely and uh i started losing a little control because you're trying to do it all you don't want things to fall through the cracks and you're sending out samples and dealing with uh brokers and there's a lot of work so i actually hired a uh a sales manager that works directly for me about three months ago 
he's helping me with this process and uh, the growth and uh, tapping into his experience uh, has really been helpful. And his organizational skills are really nice. Goes a long way. It does. It's all about efficiency. I, I mean, I hear you. It, it really is. I can't imagine uh, that project. I mean, I you know we all kind of do it for our own stores, and a lot of us in the industry make proprietary brands or stuff that we sell to our stores. But then to take it to the level of to start shipping it and selling it to everybody oh, yeah. else, it's got to become a monstrosity. It's a big gamble, really. Uh, it's a roll of a dice. You produce a product that you hope everyone's going to like. You hope it isn't too similar to somebody else's. You hope that uh, it might possibly work, because who knows? And that people will come back and smoke it you know, again. The, we came out with the uh, the Dog Walker, which is a size of 724. One of my favorites, actually. And uh, it was basically a mistake. I made a Londra cigar, and it was uh, 5 inches by 40. I uh, didn't know the exact terminology, but I had asked for a, uh, a shaggy foot, which... My goal was to have the wrapper come over the end of the uh, cigar. So when you lit it, you would initially taste that wrapper, which is the signature of that blend. Well, when they came in, I had 10,000 cigars with a shaggy foot, but which really means... Uh, the binder and the filler came out from under yeah. the wrapper. So we took a cigar. We I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't want to release it with that blend because it didn't taste... You know, you're, you're four minutes of smoking without the wrapper. And I, I, I couldn't do it, so we cut them all down. And so by mistake, we came out with a dog walker. Is that what happened? Amazing. I didn't even hear yeah. that story. But the, uh, the, you know, that name, it's a gamble, like I was saying. The name of it alone intrigued everyone and kind of took that little size off. Mm -hmm. Where I had it uh, right next to it was actually the Londres, three-quarters of an inch longer. Couldn't get anybody to look at it. So uh, a lot of it's, you know, creative marketing, and you just hope it works. Sometimes it's better to be lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, luck is involved. <laughs> Kirk Kendall from 724 Cigars, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more with him after the break. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio. I'm working it. Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua, using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. The cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Nestor Miranda cigars are available at all smoke-in locations. Honest Abe here, and I want to tell you about the coolest cigar app that you could download for free. It's called Cigar Boss, and it features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me keep track of the cigars in my humidor, helps me pick out the perfect cigar that I want to smoke, and read what other real cigar smokers are saying. Cigar Boss will help you find nearby cigar shops and offer special deals only for members. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone or Android device today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. 
critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied, rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Reports, best of the best. It's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself why La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate. My name is Maria Martin. Imagine the moment with Kiss My Ash Radio. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Silver Sun Pumpkins? Yeah. I might be a little too old for uh, Silver Sun Pumpkins. Pickups. 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 Okay, so my vision is going as well as my hearing. Pickups. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Honest Abe here, along with John D13 sitting in for uh, Special K and the lovely Lady M. And a special guest in our studio for our doubleheader Meet Your Maker segment. Kurt Kendall of Twin Smoke Shops and 724 Cigars. You know, Kurt, being a retailer, you know, do you feel that your history as a retailer has given you an advantage in developing your brand? Yeah, definitely a big advantage. You, I mean, I, I agree. I kind of you know, know the answer. But, yeah, I mean, we, we know what customers come in and say all the time. Right. So you know, you, from learning all the packages throughout the years, what works on the shelf, what doesn't, what pops. Uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, you can have the best cigar in the world and uh, bad packaging, and it's hard for the retailer to sell that product and keep it moving. So there's a lot of things you have to consider when you're releasing a brand, and the retail experience definitely helped. It, come, it definitely comes in handy, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and not just the packaging, even blends, because we get to hear more what the trending, you know, how they're trending as far as, is it the big ring gauges now? Is it the fuller body oh, yeah. cigars? Are they now going to Lanceros? I mean, because without a doubt, as far as I'm concerned, the consumer uh, trends now are much quicker and volatile than they were 10 years ago. I mean, it's this month is the next month is something else, and the next oh, month yeah. is something else. I mean, the days of Mr. Johnson coming in every two weeks to buy his Punch Rothschilds are gone. gone. Those guys right. have died, and, and the new generation is just like, they died with Blo- the Model A. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And now it's the blogging and the tweeting and the Facebooking and here's a new blend. And what's kind of even weird, too, is as retailers, sometimes we don't even hear about the new stuff because they're social mediaing it before we even get to find out about it. Uh, that's for sure. And I can't tell you how many times I had to call a guy like Pete Johnson. And say, yeah, my customer just came in and asked me about this cigar. Oh, yeah, it's going to come out like next month. Or Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing. So it's, it's definitely something. Now... Obviously, we heard about your uh, love of old uh, memorabilia, cigars and whatnot. And um, what kind of other things do you collect? I mean, your shop, if anybody sees them on the thing, it's full of stuff. Yeah, it's all full over. of memorabilia. I, I collect every, anything. Uh, you watch that show, American <coughs> Pickers. You watch them buying all the uh, old signs and mm-hmm. antiques. That's what I do. My house is full of it. 
my garage is full, and uh, my stores are all full. It's all stuff that I had leaning in the corner of my house that I couldn't hang on the wall. So now I get the stores, I get the outlet to hang it and put it up, and I next thing it. you know, it's out of control, and you, there's nowhere else like to a hang. a of antiques. Yeah, but I, I love old cars. I collect old cars. I get a... Uh, fortunate enough to have uh, been wheeling and dealing cars since I was probably 16 and kind of worked my way up through uh, buying them, selling them, and uh, collecting them until I had some keepers. So, How many do you have now? I have about five keepers. And which is your favorite? Uh, I, I was fortunate enough years ago to buy a 67 Shelby GT350. Oh, wow. So as unfortunate as it is, you can't drive it every day. But it's uh, it's fun to walk downstairs, look at it in the garage. That's probably my favorite keeper. And what's uh, the other three that you have? I have a that '39 Ford yeah. coupe that we mentioned earlier. I have an old uh, 1960 Ford truck. It's a called a Gasser. It's an old uh, nostalgic drag truck out of California. So it's all lightweight. Everything's cut out of it. All the metal. It's just barely street legal. Uh, big block motor wow. with a tunnel ram and. Then I, uh, as a kid or a teenager, I liked old Porsches, so uh, I seeked out a, a 930 Turbo a few years ago, and uh, it's kind of the opposite of the other stuff I like, but it's a lot of fun. It's got that old classic look to it. Now, do you have a, a regular everyday car? I drive a pickup. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not one of the nostalgia For that ones. snow. No. I try and drive that stuff for about six or eight months out of the year. Wow. You know, I, I, I enjoy motorcycles, too, so I'm, I, you know, there's always a bike in the garage to take a rip on. Now, R.J. Sullivan's motto was quality impels its growth. Right. You've uh, inherited that motto in your brain? I've inherited that motto, you know, quality. It's all about the quality. And uh, from the retailers to the product to... Uh, the whole goal of the uh, my business is uh, all about quality. You know, during the break, we were talking about another project that we're both kind of working on. And, you know, I, with what I do on a daily basis, I couldn't imagine having to try to quality control a production of a cigar. I mean, do you get down there on a regular basis to, to oversee any of that quality control? I do, do you, get down there, or yeah. Or do you have just whatever's in place it's kind of you've got to trust most of it i rely on what's in place and a gentleman named ralph montero yes. and uh he's he's an expert he knows what's going on and uh he oversees all the production for me and it really works out good it's a good relationship and trust and uh work with nestor placencia as well and uh it's been very consistent the, the goal was uh consistency quality a good firm cigar that drew well and burned good and uh, so far, three years plus, uh, it's been holding up, you know, really well. Now, uh, do you have anything on the horizon? You know, you we're talking about brand building. It's been a few years now uh, yeah. since your last release. Anything you can tell our listeners that you're working on? Or? Well, we, I came up with a couple uh, older trademarks, again, similar to 724. I picked up an old trademark from New Hampshire uh, a few years back called Spider. And uh, Spider was an old brand that uh, was from the 20s and 30s. And uh, we're releasing a limited edition of that in about three weeks. Really? Yeah. It's uh, going to be one size. Just kind of putting it into commerce. Just, you know, get it rolling, see uh, what people think about it. I was fortunate enough to be able to test market it in my own stores for quite a while now. But we're going to release it to the public uh, as the brand name, uh, Spider. 
And I also have another old brand uh, called Hustler, and that was uh, another old trademark uh, from the late 1800s, and uh, we're releasing that as a series of 724, which will be uh, very unique, and that'll be out uh Right before the holidays. I saw John tweak when you said Hustler. You, I, I, I did. No, it's, In, involuntary. Not the magazine, oh, John. Oh. Take it easy. I can pro. imagine the events. I saw you tweak out yeah. of the corner of my eye. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Larry Flint's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> so, uh, oh, wow. So, you are, you got a couple of things on the works now. Yeah, I do. And and um, the spiders are be is that one size or is that going to be a right now? It's one size. One size. We're releasing it uh, in a Toro size. It's coming in a, its own glass top humidor as the box. Uh, it's small, limited release of only six hundred boxes, and uh, so far people seem to really like it. They're anticipating uh, it will do well in the market. It should be out very soon. Uh, you know, again, it's a gamble. Yeah. You, know, you watch these guys roll the dice with these uh, limited editions. And people almost buy them before they know anything about them or see them and hope it's good. So I'm doing the same. Yeah, yeah, well, look, obviously your track record's been strong. Um, now, I'm going to like, ask the same question I asked Ariel because, you know, you look at a company like uh, Ashton, you know, they have their cigars being made by various different people. And um, do you feel... At some point, you may want to expand and try to have cigars made by just for a different profile or a different region, or are, are you pretty much think, feel you're set with where your cigars are being made now? No, I'm definitely uh, open for suggestions and uh, going into different areas, different places. Uh, you know, I do have a good loyalty with the people that are manufacturing my cigars, but you never know. you got to keep the door open all the time. Yeah. I'm also into some of the uh, vintage cigars. Uh, I have a collection of cigars from the 90s that I just bought that were also made, in, or they were made in Costa Rica, and it was all uh, evolves around this artwork from Erte, which is, uh, I believe, a French uh, artist. And uh, I'm going to roll those things out uh, in the next week or two. So uh, you can look for some old... Uh, Vintage Costa Rican-made cigars that were made in '96 and just been in storage all these years. The old cigar—it's amazing. He, he would love to see our uh, Clear Havana collection. Uh, yeah, we got a collection of uh, some Clear Havanas. Oh, really? Some of them dating back to 1916. Wow, stamped on it. Cigars still in there and everything. Yeah. You want to head back there and start smoking them? I'm telling you, we got yeah. them locked in. Well, because we, you know, we're opening a new cor- a corporate headquarters in Boynton Beach. Big. It's about a 5,000 square foot building, but one of the rooms is uh, a rare and vintage room. That's going to be keypad entry and only one person in at a time with a clerk. But I've been collecting stuff over the years, oh. everything. And we got maybe about nine or ten boxes of like clear Havana pre-embargo, U.S.-made, oh, yeah. machine-made cigars. But they are the art and some of the stuff on the boxes is, is just crazy. As, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's some really cool. That's what I love about five it. Five cents cigars. Yeah, yeah, five cents is on the box. Cool. Five cents is pretty neat stuff. Some of it wrapped in cool foil. So, yeah, we kind of. We've sealed them and tucked them away, but like you said, I can't wait to kind of dig into them and see what they uh, smoke like after all these years. So uh, from here, any, any more? Do you see as your growth now uh, expanding any more on the retail side? Are you, are you pretty much done? Are you going to focus on manufacturing, or are you going to continue the balance forward in either way? Well, the uh, from the retail standpoint, my goal is to just fine-tune what I have. I'm actually building a brand-new store now. Really? But it's I'm going to be relocating another store from there, so 
trying to just build it, use our recipe of success in the retail side and, uh, you know, really fine tune it and dial it in and get some good quality. Uh, I have really good help. And, uh, that's the key. That's the key. That really is the key. Going from having a lot of part-timers to uh, really a truly professional full-time staff makes a big difference. Huge difference. And uh, so that's what we're doing with the retail thing. Are you? Is the new place you're moving to bigger? It is a little bit bigger, but it's going to have uh, all my own uh, f- flavor to it. You know, it's I own the building. Oh, there you go. I'm building it out right now. It's going to be... Uh, all old antiques and uh you know i've all these years of being a retailer learning uh you know from using the moistenaires to all the different humidification moistenaires, that's, uh, that's you know so building the perfect store or what i think is the perfect store that uh showcases the cigars well and uh you know all the mistakes we've made over all these years you kind of dial it into your I got news for you you never build the perfect store no you never build the perfect <laughs> store i mean i'm we're on number, I don't know, 9, 10, 11. And, you know, you did it right this time. Full architect, engineers, everything. Still things I would have done differently. Oh, yeah. You know, you figure it out every time. It's a, I believe it's a constant evolution. You know, and you constantly. Definitely is. Your next one's going to be your better store. Your next one's going to be your better store. But, um, you know, we just moved our first location, 16 years old, our first store. We just moved it in the same center, Bigger Bay. And that, yeah. yeah, it was a little, it was a little uh, gut wrenching, a little bit. Oh, I'm you sure know, it 16 was. Sixteen years, we found a lot of old stuff that you thought you haven't seen in decades. Gone, oh, yeah. all of a sudden, popped up in the dirt, and they just gutted it. So I saw pictures of it yesterday, empty. And it was Did like, they gut it? Yeah, they, they they tore it down the old one. So it was kind of rough after sixteen years. That was what cigar smoking do to a place after sixteen huh. years too. Wow, dude, some of the stuff in there is unreal. So. Thank God uh, the newer places all have better, better air filtration systems. Oh, goodness. Tobacco patina. Exactly. So from here, uh, what, what you got going on? What you doing for Thanksgiving? Big plans? Uh, no big plans. I'm pretty laid back, relaxed. I'll, en- I'll enjoy it with my daughter and uh, just uh, relax at home in New Hampshire. And uh, that's the goal. Good for you. Now, I know you guys are doing, I think, the Great Smoke this year for the first time. Yes, we are. You coming down for February? Yes, I am. That's going to be a... Uh, be here. We're going to pop your cherry. Yeah, that's I'm gonna be to it. that's gonna be a hell of an experience. I'm telling you, your first time. You'll, you'll be coming back fun. after that, man. It's a really we're pretty proud of it. It's one of our proudest things. And guys come in from all over the country. We get people from at least 16 to 20 states. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about it for years. Coming, going to Pro Cigar, and ev- then everybody heads over there right yeah. afterwards. And uh, so it'll be good to have you, Kirk Kendall from 724 Cigars and Twin Smoke Shop. Thanks for coming in, and spending oh, your uh, having me. Saturday morning with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, and, I appreciate uh, it. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you soon. All right, take care. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. More after the break. Uh, we got Dummy Dialer with Pete Johnson. This one's a good one. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. <laughs> I'm working it. Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Camacho Corojo, full body, full flavor, full satisfaction. The 94-rated Camacho Corojo, Cigar Aficionado's Top 5 Cigar for 2010. The world's only authentic Corojo cigar is handmade from first-generation Corojo tobaccos grown in the Hamastron Valley of Honduras. Rich, bold, and smooth, the Camacho Corojo's complex profile is truly unique and provides for a smoking experience like no other full-body cigar. For more information on Camacho cigars, visit us at www.camachocigars.com. Camacho Corojo is available at all smoke-in locations. 
It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. When is the last time you enjoyed a really good cigar? Our good friends at Zycar not only make the best cigar accessories in the world, but their HC Series cigars are second to none. They capture the spirit of Havana, and the high ratings speak for themselves. These cigars are perfectly blended for that balance of rich flavor and tasty smoke. My hat's off to Zycar for making a great cigar. Hey, I consider myself a cigar enthusiast, but the guys at Zycar got this one right. At Smoke In Cigars, we carry all three blends of HC Series cigars, and I just heard from my good friend's curtain. Scott that this fall, Zycar is introducing a new blend. I can't wait to smoke one, and I'm sure it will be another unforgettable cigar. Stay tuned to Kiss My Ash for more details on this new release. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shells, but undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid cigars. The Oliva Family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the mild and creamy Connecticut Reserve to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoke-in locations, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva Family of Cigars. This is Dan Tian from El Tiante Cigars, and I made Lady M cry. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. To reach the gang, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. <laughs> Golly, it's time for a dummy dial. Hello, thank you for calling it, Smokey, and I play it, Blue. Y'all have dug out. Hello, this is Bordis. Aromatical incense. Aromatical what? Hello, this is Charlie. How can I help you? Yeah, do y'all sell the herbal incense? Hello, this is Sidewinder Talk, and how can I help you? Do y'all sell K2 um, open room? I've never tried this before, but I'd love to try it. I'm telling you, the suppositories work great. You don't got a problem with sticking stuff up your butt, do you? Where are y'all located at in America? Bobby Cow, brown white cow. He's always there. The cow died. Uh-huh. The, co- the cow died? The cow died. We're damn bad. Water tower next to the river. Oh, that's what I do for a living, paint water towers. Hey, listen, doggy. I'm not a dog. Oh, all right. You come to store now? No. Bye-bye. And it's time for everybody's favorite dummy dialer here in our last segment of this week's episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. This week, well, actually, I did it last week. I called our good friend uh, Pete Johnson from Havana Cellars. And uh, decided to play a little practical joke on him, and we got uh, we got it all on uh, audio for your pleasure. Here we go. Hello. Hello. Hello, Pete. Hello. Yeah. Pete, this is Anthony Hirsch. Who's it? Anthony 
Hirsch. Oh, I called you. I called you about a month ago when you were in Europe. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. What's happening, man? Yeah, I don't know if you remember me, Pete, but I've been coming. I've known you for years back when you were at uh, the Vandalina Room when you first got your first shipment of uh, Tequila. Me and my buddies are all big fans. Okay, I, you know, I, I, probably, I probably do, but I, I'm I'm blanking on the name. It's, I, I probably I recognize got, your face more than anything. I got the big uh, full body back tattoo of Porky Pig. Damn it! You know I can't remember. How can you forget a Porky Pig tattoo? I have no idea, dude. I can't anyway, remember it, that one. it's cool. It's cool, brother. It's cool. Why I'm calling you, please listen. I have a lot of respect for what you've done. Me and my friends are all big fans of your cigars. We smoke all, and we think you, you really cool. make. We think you make some of the best stuff, and we know we, we know you put your heart and soul, and we appreciate it with every cigar we smoke. No problem. I'm coming. I'm coming out with a project. All right, uh -huh. and out of out of respect for you, and what you've done, I wanted to let you know what I was doing, and if you wanted any piece of it, you're in. But I'm coming out with a line of cigars. They're called Big Johnson Cigars. They're all going to be penis-shaped cigars. They're going to come in Maduro, Malago, and Caucasian. I know it's a gimmick, but we think there's a market out there. I think we can make a lot of money. We're going to three different wrappers. Maduro, Malago, and Caucasian. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I, uh... No. <laughs> I think it's a winner, Pete. This is a winner. <laughs> What's so funny, Pete? What's I think it's just funny, hysterical. You don't think there's a market for penis-shaped cigars? Uh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I you know, without with all respect, man, this sounds like a practical joke. Come on, Pete. Why would you diss my idea like that? Really, big Johnson cigars, penis-shaped cigars. I don't, yeah. I don't think it would work. <laughs> there was a guy at the trade show selling penis-shaped cigars. The adult industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah, I, I understand mean, it is, but yeah, I I don't think it would, it would really work to like the true cigar smoker. Well, we're not marketing towards the true cigar smokers. We're marketing a gimmick. Uh, yeah, I mean... If you can find a factory to do it, best of luck. <laughs> well, you don't have a problem with you calling Big Johnson's? Big Johnson's? What's it we're going to call uh, the cigars? Big I Johnson's? Think... You remember the yeah, t-shirt company, Big Johnson, years ago? Yeah, the guys who made all the money making the, the shirt? The company might have a problem with it. Well, listen, I don't think those guys are still around. Uh, but, you know, out of respect for you, I wanted to call you before we did anything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I might have a problem because I don't want people thinking that I'm I'm associated with it. You think Big Johnson people are gonna think of you? I have no idea. Well, I have no idea. I mean, Big Johnson's a no I'd name. Have to talk to him, uh, really? Yeah, true. But uh, I'd have to I'd have to consult with someone and, and have them tell me whether or not it's a it's a good idea to allow that to happen or not. Well, what if we cut you a royalty check out of it? I'm telling you, Pete, this is gonna be millions. You're gonna be shocked. The adult, the adult business is ridiculous. I I, I understand that. Um, 
there's not enough people going into the hustler store getting penis-shaped cigars. Well, Nick, no one's done it before. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just don't see it happening. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't see there's enough market for it. I mean, we're not going to be going in the traditional brick-and-mortar route. We're not going to be putting these yeah, in the I store. Hmm? I understand that. I understand that, but, uh... So listen, why don't you let me make this a guy and we'll send you a royalty check for every stick we sell. Send me an email about it, I'll take a look at it. Where do I email it to? Send it to... Okay, I'm gonna send you a picture of me so you remember who I am. Not this, not this okay. guy. I'll send you a picture of me. I got the porky pig tattoo on my back. <laughs> I don't remember the porky pig tattoo. Forget a porky pig tattoo. How many people you ever meet with a porky pig tattoo? It's on my whole back. It says, that's all, folks, the bottom. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Pete. Yeah, send me some information about it. I'll, I'll take Thank a look. Thank you very much. Take care. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty good. He was a good sport. I called him. he's still going to your event with you now, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, I called him afterwards. He was a good sport. He was all right, but uh, but you know, change when I talk about royalty. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. money talks. Send me an email. Oh, we love you, Pete. It's all good. So um, that was Pete Johnson of Havana Sellers. Thank you very much. Do I got time for a national of the week? Good, because I really want to read this week's national of the week. I'm a little, I'm a little hurt this week. I'm a little sensitive. You know, the elections have really uh, traumatically affected me. And it wasn't just a presidential election. I mean, there was local stuff that just for me was absurd. You know. War heroes uh, being, uh, you know, losing elections. So this week, Americans voted Barack Obama into office as president of the United States for a second term. Obama has promised to cure the ills of the disenfranchised, heal the sick, mend the lame, and feed the hungry. So basically, he's plagiarized the resume, the big, the resume of the big JC himself. But there are just enough people in this one great land looking out for a handout, looking to get one over, get something for nothing. These promises of magical abundance were sufficient to win the day. What the unfortunate public fails to grasp is that every time they let federal government assume greater role in their lives, they let Obama fix some imaginary transgression levied upon them through the evils of capitalism, they necessarily divest a further piece of their personal freedoms in the deal. Economists of sound thinking have long had a saying that there is no free lunch. Never was there more vital to understand that than at this point, the possible tipping point in our history. The federal government and President Obama will not take up the varied responsibilities of our lives without compensation. When you let them pay, you will have less choice. When you let them decide, you will lose your right to choose. Remember also that laws that are restricting your rights that may be put in place today by well-meaning legislatures who you think you know will be forevermore and will become the powers of potential tyranny-wielding men that we do not yet know and whose ethics may not be as pure as those of the current administration. In other words, like other fallen democracies before us, we have likely just voted in the boot that will one day stand upon our necks, even if Obama is not the man wearing it. So this week, the American population is our actual week. Well, folks, this has been another edition of Kiss My Ash Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week as we have Charlie Tarano from the Tarano family of cigars. In my traditional closing, I want to remind you all that life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anyone doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. 
Honest Abe signing out, reminding you to be merciless, spare no cigar, smoke them all, let God sort them out. been listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon. Join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to kissmyassradio.com.